Hey, I bet you're thinking that bringing a meal to your friend with cancer is probably the most helpful thing you can do. Well, not necessarily. Welcome to 100 Acts of Love, how to help when cancer strikes. Great tips and unique ideas on what you can do to support your friend with cancer. Hi everybody, and it's Kim, and welcome to my podcast. I am so very happy that you are here, really. It's a great thing that you're trying to do. Your friend has cancer and you want to help and you're not really sure how and you want to, you know, a lot of people just say, I'm not really sure how and then they just leave it. But you, my friend, have taken the extra step to figure out how to support your friend and that is your gift. That's a great thing. All right, so today's podcast, we're going to talk about three ways to help with food. And before you stop the podcast, because you're like, Kim, I already know that I'm supposed to bring food. I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. You don't have to bring food to your friend with cancer. In fact, in fact, not in fact, I was trying to say and, and then I decided to say in, um, in fact, sometimes bringing a meal is actually the least helpful thing that you can do. So let's just take a step back and talk about food in general, right? When we know someone's in crisis, death particularly, cancer, other type of hospital things, accidents, we go to food. We think what's the first person, what's the first thing they need? They need food. And that makes total sense. Because if you think about, I mean, just, just close your eyes for a second and think about your all your like favorite meal in the whole world. So you have the image of your favorite meal, like you're thinking about it right now. And then imagine that you're taking your first bite. Oh my God, it tastes so good. And then imagine it going down your esophagus into your belly and you're eating bite after bite and you're feeling so happy and so sated afterwards. And like you just kind of want to sit back in your chair and just you say out loud, wow, that was so good. That's what food does for us. It brings us comfort and joy and makes us feel happy and safe. So it's no wonder it's a go-to thing when somebody's in crisis. It makes total sense. But if you're going to help your friend through cancer, it may not make total sense to bring big, huge meals. And here's why. So scientifically speaking, first of all, it depends what kind of cancer she has and the type of treatment and the type of chemo, because we're going to talk about chemo for a second and what it actually does to your body or one thing that it does to your body. So chemo stops, goes after living, camp, living things, right? Because cancer is a living cell and it's got to go after that. And it's got, I mean, okay, wait, I'm not a scientist. So I really want to make that very clear just in case you haven't figured that out from my really bad description. So I'm not a scientist, but this is what I know. Chemo uh, keeps things, kills cells that keep things regenerating, right? So what regenerates on our body on a regular basis? Our nails, our hair, our taste buds, and did you know the lining of your stomach as well? It's for these little hairs and those regenerate. So when your friend is on chemo and the chemo's making her hair fall out, it's also affecting her taste buds and the lining of her stomach. Thus, the common reaction of nausea, vomiting, 
And what's the other one? Upset stomach, right? So those are really common side effects of chemo drugs because they take, they keep the things from, that they, they kill the things that normally kind of regenerate in our bodies. What does that mean for food? That means, one, she's probably not going to be able to eat some of the things that she normally used to eat. Two, things are going to taste very different. My husband, when he had cancer, could not drink straight water. He was a massive water drinker. He was an athlete. He drank tons of water every single day. And that chemo changed his taste buds to the water tasted disgusting to him, like disgusting. So we found a whole bunch of different flavors for him that helped. So that's what I mean by it just changes. So you think that bringing over a baked chicken is a great deal and your friend is looking at that chicken going, hell no, I'm not eating that. So that's why that's why the whole notion of bringing over a meal to your friend with cancer really isn't a great idea. One caveat here, and that is if she has a family, then feeding them is a great thing to do. That's super, super helpful. So that's the one caveat. Okay, so now that we've discussed what food means to us, let's talk, and, and now that we've discussed about how bringing over a whole meal may not be as helpful as you think, Let's talk about three specific ways that you can help with food that are really helpful. Okay, way number one, which is my favorite go-to tip. It is my superpower. We all have our helping superpowers and grocery shopping is mine. So the super this, this favorite tip I love is when you are getting ready to go to the store, call up your friend with cancer and say exactly this. I am going to the store in 10 minutes. Open up your cabinets and your refrigerator and tell me what five or seven things you are almost out of and I will replace them and drop them off at your door. Boom, done. Mic drop. (laughs) I love this tip because it's so great in so many different ways. One, it's helpful in the moment. All I remember is when Art had cancer, I, I remember boiling water, like knowing that I was going to make pasta for dinner, Boiling water, the water is boiling, then going to the cabinet to get the pasta and realizing I'm out of pasta. And it was the second realization because I realized I was out of pasta in the morning when I looked in the cabinet, food pantry, to figure out what I was going to make for dinner that night. But in between the morning and in between after seeing that I was out of pasta and leaving the pantry, I completely forgot. A lot of stress, you got very forgetful. So your friend is could be out of things that she doesn't even know she's almost out of, and that's why this is a great tip. Second reason why it's a great tip is because it's a, it's a tip and run. I love these. Your friend with cancer is exhausted, or their caregiver is exhausted. They are, you know, their whole lives have been upside down. They're trying to manage the treatment and all the side effects and change their lives. And to have someone come to their door and deliver something is so powerful. But here's the big thing about this tip. Do not ask how you are. Just say, hey, I'm going to leave it at your door and I'm going to go. Because you give them the opportunity to start a conversation instead of you forcing the conversation on them. And here's what I mean by this. There were so many days where Neither Art and I could have another conversation. We were so conversationed out. People were caring and loving and kind. 
um, and they wanted to know, they really cared about Art and they wanted to know how he was doing, but oh my gosh, people, can I just tell you, it was so tiring to answer that question all the time. And so people would show up at our door and say, hey, how are you? And I would feel so obligated to respond even though I was really tired and didn't want to talk to anybody that day. And um, that's why I have, I, I think it's episode number two or three, is like how the cooler by the front door, such a powerful thing to do because you give that freedom to your person, to the friend with cancer, to initiate a conversation instead of having to respond to a conversation. So if you grab the groceries and just drop them at the door, then you are like giving her the opportunity to say, you know, she can wait for you and, and be at the door and want to talk to you, or she can just keep her door closed and you're they're dropped at the door and you're off on your business and she's doing her business. So that's why it's such a great tip. And the third reason it's a great tip is I totally forgot, so we're just going to move on <laughs> to the next tip. Okay, so grocery shopping. Now, let's go on to the second thing you can do with food that's really helpful, that's not so common. And I know I just told you not to bring food to your friend with cancer, but if you are one of those people who just simply can't help it, that's okay. Here's the thing. Keep all spices, make it as bland as possible. Chemo changes everything, like I said, and you just got my little unsigned, you can, my little unscientific reason why it changes everything. So chemo changes everything, including a person's ability to eat spice. Art had to stop eating all salsa, even mild salsa. Art had to stop eating anything with any type of spice on it at all. And for some reason, oregano, like, oh, and ginger, he could not do ginger. And oregano really like upset his stomach. Who knew oregano could be something that would like, you know, upset your stomach. So that's why if you're going to bring food, bring food with no spice. Salt and pepper, keep it clean. Keep it super, super clean and simple. Now, if you're bringing food for the whole family and maybe she will want to eat some of it, then you can spice up the stuff for the rest of the family and leave a portion of her stuff unspiced. So that's tip number two. Tip number three, one of my favorites I think, I obviously, it's always about food, and my favorite ones are about food. The last thing is, you can go through her cupboards and make notes of all the brands that she buys. Now, I have a tip in my book. It's in the food section, and I, I think it's, I don't remember what number it is, but it's Active Love number whatever, and it's about, it says, if she eats Jiffy, buy her Jiffy. And here's what I mean by that. Your friend with cancer doesn't, you don't, you know, if, if she eats organic almond milk, then you need to buy her organic almond milk and the kind that she's used to. If she eats a certain type of cheese, I'm, I'm naming all these dairy stuff. If she eats a certain type of cereal, then you need to buy her that cereal. Now is not the time for you to say, hey, here's a healthier looking cereal, so I'll buy this for her, or this is a substitute. Your friend with cancer is under a great amount of stress, and as we know, food bring com brings comfort, and having the same foods that you are used to brings comfort, mental and physical comfort. So make sure that you are providing her with the brands that she normally uses. And here's the thing, if you do this tip and you like go through a whole list of spaghetti and pasta sauce and milk and cheese and meats and vegetables and all that other stuff and beans and, and cereal, if you go through that list and you go through and have all the brand names listed and percentages like, you know, 1% milk, 2% milk, whatever it is, or rice milk, oat milk, almond milk, 
silk. Um, you could, you are going not only going to help her, but you're going to help anybody who goes grocery shopping for her because this list will be already made and they won't have to guess. And there's nothing worse than trying to do a helpful thing for your friend by going grocery shopping and then texting every two minutes going, do you want this one or this one? I don't know what kind of brand you want. I don't know what kind of that. So, so that actually brings me back to tip number one, which is if she does give you five or seven things that you need, then have her take photos of everything because that way it'll be easier for you to find what it is, exactly what she needs, and you won't have to keep bugging her while you're doing the shopping. Okay, so those are the three tips. Grocery shopping, picking up five to seven things that you need at the grocery store, calling her 10 minutes before you go and just going. Two, making sure you add no spices to the food if you do cook for her or, you know, separate a portion. And three, make a specific grocery list with the brand names and types of things that she already has in her cabinet. Now, I am recording this COVID 2020. It is July and the notion of going and I live in LA. So the notion of going into someone's house to look at what they have in their cabinets is not a possibility right now. So another way you can do that, especially this is a great tip if you live from afar, is you can have her just take pictures, have her take a snapshot of everything in her pantry. And then you can kind of, you know, make it bigger and pick out what it is. So um, yeah, so that is it. All right. So those are the tips. So excited. I hope they were really helpful to you. So that is it. Thank you so much for joining me. And please remember, please, 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 please remember you matter. You are uniquely qualified to do the one thing that your friend needs. You matter to your friend and you matter to a whole lot of other people. Thank you for joining me and I will see you next Thursday. Bye.